Come on, it's Theology in the Streets Podcast. It's your boy, Pastor Lou, a.k.a. Late to the Game. And I got with me my far right. You got your boy, Don Dada. And I got on my right here. You got your boy, Kirk Classic in the building, baby. And filling in for Jamma Juggernaut, who had to go to work today. (laughs) I got on my left. It's your boy, Dave in the Cut Jones. Yes, sir. Dave in the Cut Jones. Yes, sir. Listen, Tats crew, where you at? It's the Tats Nation. We love y'all. And listen, no topic goes untouched up in this place. That's it. We drop episodes every Wednesday and Friday. You can catch us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And uh, make sure you search us out on YouTube. Follow us. Listen, man, just search Theology in the Streets all on our uh, uh, Tats. I mean, all on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, 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 Twitter accounts if you want to follow us. And um, yeah, and make sure you subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and uh, share the video, you know, share it with somebody you think might like this. Um, I know we're a, a different breed of Christian brothers, uh, but at the same time, you'd be surprised how God uh, may be able to just uh, uh, work in somebody's heart, man, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe have somebody laugh too, you know, amen, <laughs> amen, amen. praise the Lord. But um, yeah, no. hey, t- listen, today's topic, though, uh, we're going to get into this. Today's topic is going to be a good one. Um, we're going to talk about the church. The church. church the the church. church. And um, let's define what the church is, okay? Yeah. I think this is important um, because there's a lot of views on the church, both in and out, outside of, uh, uh, of the church itself, outside of the body of Christ, outside of people who serve God, those who don't claim to be Christians. Um, there are many views on what the church is. A lot of it from the outside looking in is negative, I, I think, for the most part, yeah. but... Uh, hopefully we can clear up some areas in that area but let's define it um where do we get the term church from and uh let me just open up and just say this that um it is the greek word uh ekklesia Mm -hmm. um it's a compound word in the greek ek and uh uh, kaleo um and it simply is to be called out unto something else just basic definition um, really what it is is the people of God called out from the world unto God. That's what it breaks down to. But in the secular Greek, what it also means is the assembly of people. Yeah. And so when you find it, uh, uh, Ecclesia used in the Greek in the New Testament is really referring to that. Yeah. Um, where you have people yeah. assembling together and that is the basic definition of what church means. That's where they get the, it's rooted from the Spanish, right? Iglesia. No. Well, Iglesia is yeah, rooted from from the Greek, from the Greek. Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, so that's based that's basic definition. Uh, but how would you define church in your own experience, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. there's there's that Greek t- terminology, your basic definition, but then there's church. Yeah, and I think people <laughs> need to know the 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 two definitions because I think the the church, the local church, okay, or the place of worship, the building structure is thrown out a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the more common yeah, term that's, that's, right. that's thrown most out a people lot. People understand, yeah. and that's what people. Oh, when you say, as soon as you say church, they think of the building, building yeah. of the place where the people of God assemble. Okay, so uh, we really want to cl- 
clarify this for people that don't know nothing about the Bible, know nothing about um, Christianity. The church, and when the Bible describes the church, it's the people are the yeah. church. They're yeah. the body of, of Christ. So when we believers say church, there's there's two ways. We're, we're, if we're talking to the, when we say the church, a lot of times believers, we're talking about the people, okay? And if we are talking about the building where we assemble, we'll say your local church or we'll say the physical you know, structure of the church or the church building. We'll say those things. So um, it's good to know that those two terms right there, that there's, yeah. there's a, there is a difference. You know what I mean? Now it's, you you know, they're, they're, they coincide because, you know, that's where the, the, the body assembles at. Yeah, so you, I mean, you can break it down twofold. You have the individual person who was born again. They are the church. Exactly. Uh, but what emphasizes them as the church is the coming together with other believers. Like that's vital for Christianity. Um, and that's one of the arguments today across <clears throat> many, uh, many people I've talked to that don't, don't go to church. They say, yo, I believe in Christ. Why do I got to go to church? Yes. Right. The building um, and be with people to serve God. Well, I think biblically there's a command for that. Actually, I mean, uh, Hebrews chapter 10, do not forsake the assembling of one another. Uh, but nevertheless, that's just kind of the mindset people hold today. And I would say even some Christians, you know. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, so, that's big now. Like yes, you said, yeah. that there's a there's a division there. Okay, there's a lot of Christians advocating that you don't have to go to the local church right. to be part of the um, church. But Stephen the Levite, to me, said it the best. Stephen the Levite, you know, shout out to Stephen, Christian rapper, said it the best. He said, how are you going to be a part of the body if you're apart from the body? Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, snap. Look at that big old centipede. He, Get him. Yeah. Yo, that, that centipede is huge. Yeah, you see him? I was, I was, I was dapping bro, him up over here. Bro, why you kill him? Nah, bro, he, he eats spiders, bro. Yeah. Forget you know. that he eats spiders. That dude's about to eat he, one of us. That's how big he is, man. He, he, he in good, the church, bro. man. He in the church. That's <laughs> 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 a church centipede? Yo, 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 there's peace in the church, bro. He's got refuge yo, in the church, bro. I don't know. I grew up in the church with some brothers, some deacons packed the heat at church. <laughs> That's yeah. how he come out where he getting killed. Yo, look at this. My man shook us some insects. Yo, that thing is huge. Yeah, it's big, it's big, it's big. Uh, he ain't going to do nothing to you, bro. bro Silverfish. He ain't going to do something to me, man. I'm scared. Yeah. But anyways. You got the listen. blood. You got the blood covering you, bro. Listen. <laughs> so, but back to what we were saying. Now, the church, you know, so that is something we, we need to talk about real quick. You know, how do you guys feel about that? Because that is... Wherever you stand, it's it's making people's decision on whether they have to assemble or not. So if you're listening to the or being discipled by a person that says, oh, you don't need to go to church. You just read your word. You do what you got to do. Have your relationship with Christ. You know, and they're, they, they're, they're thinking they're, they're OK. And right. I'm not saying they're not. But what a, but it's a division now. Yeah. Before I jump on that, um, Kurt, Dave, I want to kind of jump on this and. And um, what you got? What's your opinion? What's your thought on this? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I you know when I think about the word, and, and I like how it's broken down because that's, that's exactly what I had. <clears throat> but when you say church, 
the, the two different ways, um, what it suggests is one way when you, when you look at it in the original context, which would be the congregation, right? The body of believers assembling together. So you think of fellowship. Right. Whereas if you say church and you, you mean the facility, the house of worship, if you will, you're not really thinking of fellowship, but now your mind shifts to more systems, institution, and and then there's within that there's fellowship. Yeah. Right? But the fellowship is dictated by the systems and the institution of what we call church. And I think that's where a lot of people have have a problem. I think we get caught up with some of the nuances, if you will, of how churches ran. Yeah. And I think that's where people struggle. That's where most people are finding themselves um, really disinvolved, if you will, with the, with the church or the system. The rather. system. Exactly. The system. Yeah. I, I think that's where the struggle is. Okay. Yeah, and I would agree. Yeah. I would, um, to Don's point, um, the church to me, um, growing up have, was always the building, you know what I mean? And then as I got into my own walk, I realized that the church was the was the actual body. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have, you can take the, the body and have church pretty much anywhere. Yes. You can have yes. church in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. You used to have yeah. revivals, man. You used to set up a tent. Tent exactly. revivals. Yeah. And they had a revivals outside. Yeah. And that's when I started to realize that the, you know, while the building is, it's, you know, with the stained glass, it's beautiful and all that stuff. It's wherever the body goes, that's really when you're having church, you know. And then, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kurt, too, you make you make some great points as well. I just feel like um, I feel like whenever I've heard people say, well, you know, um, to me, I don't really need to go to church. I have a I have my own personal relationship with God. And so I can I can watch it at home or whatever we weren't designed to have to, to, we weren't built for that. We weren't built to, uh, fellowship alone. You can't really fellowship alone. So that's that's kind of an oxymoron. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But we weren't, we weren't built for that, man. We were built to be together, you know, to fellowship together. So, amen. Let me, let me kind of, um, I got two experiences. Let me, uh, I want to share, um, back when I was at, uh, in college, um, and I wrote a paper on the mega church. And in my research, one of the things I found was that even within the mega church setting, um, a lot of people would go to church to worship and praise God and just leave. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and and so they weren't really having church <laughs> because part of the church is the fellowship with one another, the getting to know right. one another to see the need of some a brother or sister and maybe you be the one that meets the need or maybe you have a need, they meet your need. Like that's the common the common aspect of what the church is. You find that in the book of Acts. So in my research, I found a lot of this going on um, that a lot of people just wanted to go praise the Lord. It was dark atmosphere. They didn't have to say hi to their neighbor next door. They right. just get up, get in the car and bounce. And really no one knew them, you know. Exactly. Um, and it was kind of like I serve God the way I want to serve God mentality. Right. Uh, a second um, experience, I went to go visit my brother Steve, uh, rest, may he rest in peace, uh, he's with the Lord now, but before he became a believer and before he really hit rock bottom, I went to go visit him with a, a brother in the faith, and he had this argument, he had this thought, you know, he said, yo, I believe in the Lord, man, I read the Bible here in my home, 
And, and I, I, you know, I even pray at times. And um, why do I got to go, go to a church uh, to, to, you know, serve God? And um, what to my shock, I understood that coming from my brother. I was like, me and him had conversations yeah. on this before, so it wasn't surprising to me. But to my shock was the brother that I brought with me that I respected agreed with him. And that that vexed me. Like, like how, how could you, being mm. a brother in the faith, right. would agree with him? Are you trying to appease him or are you just afraid to kind of confront him and stand? And so I, I you know, gently rebuked both of them based on Hebrews chapter 10 that clearly the Bible shows us that people of God are naturally attracted to each other. Yeah. If you are born again, the natural attraction is I want to find other brothers and sisters that believe what I believe and I want to learn, especially if you're young, right? If you're young in the yeah, faith, yeah. you've experienced God. Why do I go to church? To be encouraged with other believers, but at the same time, I need to learn about who God is, yeah. you know, because you may read the Bible early on. You may not know what's going on. So I need someone to explain it to me, to instruct it to me. And that's where you find it within the church setting. You have that. And I'm not talking about. Just on a Sunday aspect, you may just be in the barbershop chopping it up, but someone there has a little bit more knowledge. Even right now, this is church. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? But who 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 is glorified in the in the coming together is Christ. That's exactly. what's key right there. So those are two experiences I've had, and um, and it just I find it that this is very common today. Yeah, and I, I what I can say through uh, experience that I have with people that come with those comments is that they uh, they don't want to be accountable. Mm. Right. They don't want to be accountable, so they they want to be a lone ranger, so right. to speak. Right. They don't want to be rebuked. They don't want... They want to do things their way. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, I found that, you know, I just had this discussion with my wife um, last week. Um, you know, there there's two days in the year where you see a lot of people will come to church it's Mother's Day yeah. and Easter, yeah. and it's because Mama wants you to come to church, mm -hmm. so people come to church. And I, I, you know, I told her too that I feel like um, it's easier for people who don't want to be held accountable to go to what's quote unquote mega churches because you can slide in and slide out and people won't see you. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can come late every week, or you can not show up at all, yeah. and nobody gonna, gonna notice. Nobody gonna notice. Yeah. You can leave yeah. early, but. There are systems there in place, you know, small groups or what yeah. have you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah let me yeah, clarify that. Go ahead. Let me just say that. I'm not saying all mega churches. No, no, uh, no. Uh, but they do have programs in place for you to fellowship. What I'm saying is that most people, though, their mentality that's, is that's to the take point. advantage. Yeah. That's the point that I was. Yeah, and what, I'm, what I'm saying clarify. is you just actually validated what I was going to say. They don't. If they were serious about getting involved, they would get in a small group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If exactly. they wanted to be held accountable. Yeah. Yep. But they don't they just they they do the piece where they're like, I go to church. Oh, and I go here. Exactly. And it's so they can say that they go to church. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But when you dig a little deeper, well, oh, do you know, you know, what do you do there? Do you, you know, are, do you volunteer or are you in a small group? Nah, you know, just we just attend. We attend this service and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. um and uh, you know, listen, who am I to 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 speak on them and say, you know, hey, you're not doing that right. But at some point, there has to be a welling up in them where they want to do more. They want well, to, you know, I would say this. If you don't have a relationship with people, you, you're not going to be able to speak into their life. Right. You can only speak into people's lives that, that those that allow you to 
Absolutely. speaking to their lives. So, yeah. so yeah. if they got the guard up, you may be able to reach out. You may try, hey, how you doing? I'm this person in the, in the church. But if they don't want you to, to speak into their life, they won't allow you. So right. they'll just keep to you doing what they're doing. Right. And what I've noticed, too, that those people that I've encountered are people that have been hurt before. Yeah. Yes, a lot I've, of walls I've noticed that. Yeah. So there's a lot of walls that are be built up, and so they go that route. Like, yeah. well, I don't really need. And it was just like you said, Lou. This is church. Yeah. So you know, I always try to uh, elaborate to them and, and try to you know let them know that listen, okay, you, you need you need brethren regardless. Mm. You know, like he said, the Bible says, "Don't forsake the assembly of the uh, of the saints." Right. So you know, whether it be two, three. You know, the spirit is there with two or gathered, two or more are gathered. So I like even if it's two or three at your house, right. you're having church. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just don't be a lone ranger making decisions by yourself because the enemy is using that. And he's using past things that probably happened to that person to separate them from people because the less the more separated from the more secluded you are, the more cold yeah. you get. Yeah. You, you notice that you well, know what cold I mean? to God first cold and to foremost. God first, yeah. and then when 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 you cold to God, you cold to people. Yeah, right. You know, so you notice God does the opposite. God, right. He fills you up with love, and now you have love for people. Yes, yeah. You know, so. Uh, but let's let's come on. Let's you, let's continue that. What are some legitimate? Because listen, we know the church ain't perfect, man. Every oh, church got oh, issues, bro. And there's some legitimate gripes. Right. This, I mean, yeah. there's some serious issues within the church Bro. that people yeah. can come and say, yo, this happened and it's real. You know, what listen, I, mean? I had yeah. this dude that I used to cut his hair um, and he, he, he was a cool guy, man. And, you know, you could tell the seed of the, the uh, of the Lord was still in him, but he, he was hurt. So he doesn't want to step into a church because he was in a church. He was moving forward. Him and his wife was doing well. Yeah. They were thriving. Um, decided decided to host a, a small group in their home. Open up the doors. The small group was thriving. Um, uh, got a pastor to lead in the, in the, you know the 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 small group. You know because um, he was still a newer believer, but you know he was you know getting discipled. Yeah, looking yeah. At, yeah. And um, um, wife left with the pastor. That was doing oh, a small my group. Goodness, man. Oh, wow, hey, bro. So when when he told me that I didn't what what do I say to his brother at that, at, at that moment you know what I mean he tells me he tells me the story you know and he's like yeah but when he say and he's like yeah the the pastor ended up having an affair with my my wife man they broke us up you know what I mean and you know and I'm like listen man um, I said this is what I can tell you bro I said everyone that claims to be a man of God it doesn't mean that they're I said man fails that's right and exactly. I said that's how Absolutely. I said that's how you know we need God I said you know that man that did that I, you know I don't know him and I'm not saying I do know this that he fell victim to what the enemy you know yeah. um, used him for and I said but that's not everyone and I understand I told him I understand you you being a little bit hesitant to, to you know so I, I, I used to have, see, that's where I think that you need other places outside of the local mm-hmm. church to get them, to, to ease them back into, okay, there there is good brethren out there. There is good people. So I invited him to the barbershop yeah. a couple of times where he was already comfortable going because there's a bunch of men and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't no women. Ain't no way that you're going to get hurt now with, with that type of, you know, in that in that way. 
So, you know, and we used to fellowship that way. And, and, and he loved it. You know what I mean? And he loved it. And he, and you know what, man? The, he didn't blame God, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I give him a lot of credit. He didn't blame God. He understood. He, he understood it was a man. He just was hurt. He, he, he's hurt he's at hurt. the whole situation, but he understands it's that's a man's a, that's doing. That's another legitimate gripe, though. And what I mean by that is that the church doesn't know how to listen. Mm. Right. Seriously on this, man. Yes. We don't know how to listen to people when they come in. Maybe from other church backgrounds, or even if they come from backgrounds that's just jacked up, learning how to listen to where they're at and just let them speak, man. Sometimes you don't even have to say much. Right. Sometimes you ain't got to even say a word to them. It's just letting them vent. And there's a time like the like Ecclesiastes. You know, there's yeah, a time, time for there's a time, yeah, a time, time to, to listen, listen. And, and be sad with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was I, I yeah. felt this pain at that moment. Right. You know, and I was like, wow. You know, I apologize. Yeah. I'm yeah. like on the behalf of. Being a pastor, you know, especially a Mary, I said, man, you know, I'm sorry, bro, you know, but. So uh, let me say this. The Bible tells us about the body of Christ, right? Because, and I'm not making excuses, but we are, we are men and women who have come alive to God that is fully aware of the battle of sin we have. Mm. And times we fall to that sin and there's times we don't, you know, yeah. we overcome now the world doesn't understand that, yeah. and so they always they always hold Christians to a higher pedestal, exactly, exactly. which they should, yeah. because we're proclaiming righteousness, right, to some degree. Um, but let me say this: that the Bible also teaches that Satan is the accuser of the brethren, and he accuses them day and night. Yeah. So that's the kind of mental warfare, spiritual warfare that a lot of Christians battle with. Some of them are doing it by themselves. Some of them do it collectively and they find strength. What I'm trying to say is that when you find someone who falters within the church, I'm not making excuses for that person. That man who, who was a pastor and violated his, his, his office with that, with that woman and also that man, that man has lost his right to minister. He, yeah. disqual- he showed himself to be disqualified according to what Paul says. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if that man came to that, if that man came to that, the other guy, the other the husband, yeah. and apologized, should he apologize? Yeah, yeah. He should, right? He should. Because that's exactly what Christ teaches us. Exactly. That's the issue I have. That's another legitimate gripe I have with the church. Yeah. Very unforgiving. Mm. Mm. I see this, man, with people that... that they 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 know the they have the knowledge of how Christ forgave them, but when it comes to dealing with people that are maybe coming from just from a sinful background, or or they they know people who may was in the church and, and they left, and they're not very forgiving when they come come back, and um, that's a legitimate gripe and because I, it, I, it I rubs people off. I agree with you. It's twofolded. What I what I say, what I mean by that's twofolded that you got people Christians that are in the local church and when somebody you know does things and that they're not supposed to be doing that's sinful whatever you know they're 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 not forgiving you know what I mean yeah. they're very not for, you know they they probably for, you know that uh, what you need to get it together like like if there's a display of holiness that you know what I mean that yeah. you can meet up to something some type of standard yeah I, I've seen that also though from the non-believer they're unforgiving Yes. To the believers too. They're yes. like, oh, how could you? You're yeah. a Christian. As soon You're as they that. fall, that's oh, it. As soon yeah. as they fall. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like we can't make a mistake. But that makes sense though for it the does. unbeliever. It does make sense, but 
it does make sense, but it's also hypocritical. It is. It's also it hypocritical. You know, you know what I mean? Um, so if there's a non-believer and they see a believer fall and they're quick to point the finger and say, see, look, they're not perfect. They're not perfect. Nine times out of ten, their reaction is based on perfect perfect Christians always in coming at them. You know, that's how the, they feel, right? The whole, you know, you're gonna, you're going to hell if you don't do this. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. My wife and I saw a guy on the on the corner of Long Pine and West Ridge Road. This dude was arguing out of his car with this guy, this Bible thumping guy. He's had this sign telling people they're going to hell and all of this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, my wife is like, you know what? All these cars out here waiting for the light to change, and that's the representation of our church right there. That guy right there is representing us as Christians. There's no wonder that these people think that we're nuts. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because this is how he, this dude is, is nuts. Yeah, at the start of the light, right? L- legit. He may be doing God's work in in some well, capacity. Is he? Yeah. But right. that's what I'm saying, man. He, he's like, it's overboard, man. He should yeah. be yelling and pointing at people and, and going and arguing back and forth with a. With a with a non believer, man, it's like it's not your job. It's yeah. not your job Jobs. to beat that into his head, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 you beat exactly. a light. You say, "Listen, brother, I got this good word right here. You want it? No, I don't want it. All right, God bless you. I'm gonna pray for you." It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. Love, is what yeah. Romans two four. But let me say this: even with those guys that hold the sign and stuff like that, and and it, it rubs people the wrong way. It does. Yeah. And this is the thing: it, it, though it's truthful, it it's doesn't allow for instruction. Right. And right. that's the thing right there. Unless you're able to have a conversation with somebody and declare the full gospel, what is it that you only declare condemnation without revealing and showing this is why Jesus Christ came into the world, mm-hmm. to take your condemnation on your behalf? And that's where most people are at in this world. They don't know the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, they may have gone have a church background. They may have grew up in the church. My brother, for an example... Grew up, my brother, same brother Steve. When he hit rock bottom, guess where he came? He came to this building that we're in and sat in my office and had, you know, diarrhea in the mouth. He just laid out his entire issues. And I explained the gospel to him. This was a man that was always in and out of the church his whole life. And this is what he told me at the end of our conversation. He said, Lou, I've been in and out of church my whole life. What you just shared with me, no one has ever shared with me. Hmm. And immediately there was a change then. Wow. 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 Unless we know, and this is where I think another, I'm not trying to beat up the church, but I think it's because a lack of teaching and instruction. I I think many people do not know how to share Jesus Christ. Um, Maybe they see it, I'm talking about within church, maybe they see it as the responsibility of leaders only, or maybe there's fear, right? They're afraid. Um, But there's, not a lot of Christians that are bold enough to just have a conversation with somebody and just share their it, testimony. Can it be what Kurt's talking about? Mm. The structure of this, the way it's set up, the system, that's, so to I speak. I think that's a big point. Can it be that? Kurt, can you elaborate that, that yeah, on that right there? I think that's a major part of the problem mm. is that you have, you have a flawed system. You know what I'm saying? We, we, what we have built... We, we have put so much emphasis on building the facility, the Ephesus, right. that we're not building the Episcopals. Mm. Big. Mm. We're not building good we're stuff. Not, mm. We're not building the actual church. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And 
that's why when people come to quote unquote church, they don't know how to do that because what we have what we have coined the church is not the church. That's a building. Exactly. It's a building. Right. It's a building. Right. But it is this temple. Yes. It's this temple that that the Lord promised that the Holy Spirit would indwell in. And that is that is the church. We are the living excuse me, the living church. So now when when your focus is on filling the facility. Right. And not actually filling the church. Right. Well, there's your problem. Exactly. Because the church is not being filled, but the building is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And as long as the building is being filled, we think we did church all right. You exactly. know, church, mm-hmm. church was good today. Right. You know, we the yeah. church oh, was I had, packed. I had church yeah. packed. You know what I'm saying? And I think that Sunday service, it, bro, that it, Sunday service appeal, I'm not saying it's bad. You know, it's good when you're a believer already. Yes. You want that Sunday service because you already are, you know, you, you want to celebrate with other brethren in Jesus Christ you want to celebrate it has with its them. place it has its place yeah. but that ch- the structure of the, the church building being a, a Sunday service provider has done a disservice yeah, yeah. on building disciples yeah. in the church know, us as the body the church because what we've done is we, we've relegated basically the presence of the Lord to just this you know, these four walls or however right. many walls yes. you got. Yes. Right. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we've done, right? So what happens is people come and they experience what, I guess, in modern terms, what we call church. I hate to say it that way. I don't like I don't like referring to the building as church. I hate that. That that bothers me. But that's the way Kurt's we talk. very technical. <laughs> no, what? That's, 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 that's no fraud. It's good because, It's confusing. It is. It is confusing. It is. It's a good and, point. And, and, yeah. and, and again, it's because of what it what it alludes to or what it, you know what I'm saying, what what you get out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, people come and they experience some things that, you know, listen, this is a system, bro. This is, this is not church. Mm-hmm. This is a system. So you come in and every facility, every house of worship has their own protocols, exactly. their own, you know, order of service and how they do things, right? Yep. yep. And, and, and so th- there's so many different moving parts within the facility. Yeah. That people come in and then you experience some things and you're like, okay, maybe over here you was feeling what they did over there, but over here you're like, I'm not really mm-hmm. feeling that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And so you get confused as to, well, what does church really supposed to look like? Because yeah. exactly. yep. they yep. do it like this over here and they do it like that over there. They they got 12 elders on their board. The, they over here, they led by just one dude. He, and yeah. and this dude over here, he got he seemed like he getting all the money because ain't nobody <laughs> else. You know what I'm saying? And so people confused. They don't know what. Of course. What is supposed? What's the yeah. church supposed to be? Because they have an assumption that it's some type of ritualistic. that gives them that feel too. What's important in what he's saying here is you become whatever you're a part of. So, so exactly. let's say, yeah, you had an encounter with God and you serving the Lord, and you attend the church. You are influenced by whatever church you attend. You know, and and a lot of times, and in, in these churches, and this is not a bad thing, but if a church is an evangelistic style uh, preacher. That's going to be the type of person you're going to be because that's what that pastor preaches exactly. and pushes. Or uh, if if he is a more or, uh, organized and more um, uh, uh, um, programs kind of, that's what you're going to find with exactly. those kind of believers. But that don't necessarily make better Christians. No, and they don't right. even equip them sometimes to do the work of ministry. Um, 
But church, see, but Kurt has a, it, he's tapping onto something. His division is what he's talking and, about. And, of course. And, and, right, and right. Again, every church has their own pro- protocol, mm-hmm. but there is a protocol. Right. So if you don't see no protocol, you think this is ain't ch- this is not church. Right. Right. Okay. When really these are just systems, man, exactly. systems that he just put together to try to dis, you know, articulate Christ somehow to you, right. the gospel to you. You know, yeah. so it's it. That's why the home, the group, the home, the the the, the you small know, group. the small groups yeah. at home are powerful. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Because there's no system. There's no certain it's just way. People. That's it's just it. gather. It's just people. It's just gather. Yeah. Yeah. Pitch a tent. That's what they say in the Old Testament. Pitch a tent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pitch a tent right here. And we're gonna break bread. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, that's what it really was yeah. supposed to be doing. Yeah. Pitch a tent and we go, see how sim- simple that is? But you see how powerful it is? Yeah. yeah. When you pitch a tent and just break bread? Oh, yeah. when you invite somebody for, over for dinner, you know how powerful that is? Yeah. What yeah. you guys talk yeah. about, the yeah. things, how deep the conversations gets and, and you know, these are how relationships are built. Yeah, I'm about to break bread with Curtis. He got some ribs waiting for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, I got and you, The bro, better the worry. food, the more relationship, the bigger, no the deeper the relationship. Yeah, but yeah. isn't it, but, listen, the Bible says in, 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 in um, Acts that those first believers, after Peter preaches the first sermon, what do they do? They, they broke bread with each yeah. other every day in different people's houses. But see, this is the this is how far we have gotten in society with it as the 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 place of worship, yeah. the building. How what do we do now? Well, what? I think we got to work within the systems, though. I mean, I mean, they're not necessarily all bad, right? Okay. Right, but. They don't necessarily. They're not all necessarily effective in equipping the saints. So I think if we know better, we do have to do a better job of being involved in people's life. If you're a leader, I would say this: yeah. if you're a leader, you have the responsibility of interacting with people to try to disciple them and then try to encourage them and challenge them. Right. And but, that, but, but, it, but you said a lot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first. No, no, no. I was gonna say, but so with that, um, there needs to be some sincerity in it. Yes. Because for me, it's it's like um, I could tell when people are just are just going through the motions with yeah. me, and to me, that's a it's a huge turnoff. It's a turnoff. Um, one of the things that I learn in leadership at work is that I you know I tell my wife this all the time is that I gain the trust of my people at work. Because I tell them all the time, if they come to me with a question, they say, well, I gotta, you know, I don't know how to do this. And I say, what would you do if I wasn't here? Well, you know, I'd probably call you. Nah, man, what would you do? Shoot, right, right. shoot, your, <laughs> shoot your shot. Yeah. Because if you're wrong, we can fix it. It's, it. But I want you to shoot your shot because I got faith in you. I got, I believe in you. Yeah. And my people, man, when I'm, when I'm off work, they'll go to my boss instead of me and he'll say, Hey man, you know what, what do you what do you tell them? He says because you know they he goes they'll give it a shot, but if they mess it up, they they'll come to me and say, hey, Chris, I you know I messed this up, man. Well, yeah. And I said I tell them to shoot their shot, man, because I have I have faith in them and they know that I I yeah. have their backs. So they come to me with stuff, even the smallest stuff. They're not afraid to come to me because they know that I have faith in them and that I I have that trust in them and I you know, yeah. and so any any leader needs to get that respect from their people through trust and it needs to be earned. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, if a if a leader instantly wants to lose me, 
treat me like I don't matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. treat me and, like and treat me like that. I don't matter. We we're seeing that, and I think that's part of the 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 gripe that people have with with church, especially church leadership, mm-hmm. right? Um, is that you have a lot of salesmen behind the pulpit, right? Where their their main concern is basically customer retention, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they do things not not out of a genuine concern right. for the individual right but a genuine concern to keep the individual coming back right right you just know going through the motion yeah just just going through the motion and, and but if you're not careful it can look like oh man this person cares about me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until you start to get deeper into maybe the the relationship if there is one there's a re- just, there's a reason for that let me and I'll let you yeah, finish go ahead. When the the relationship relation when the relationship with people gets deeper, there's a cost that comes with that. Yes, and I think that's where leadership kind of want to refrain from paying that cost. But go ahead, brother. I'll let yeah. you finish. So yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the problems that that people have is that, like you said, I, well, do I matter? Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you really want fellowship, man. If you really want to be a part of the body of Christ, right. You want to know, man. Do I matter to right. you? You know what I'm saying? And when you go to a place and you feel like, man, I, I don't really matter because right. I could I could leave and you wouldn't notice. Yeah. Or the only time you do notice me is when you don't see me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's you know like, what I'm saying? Like that, that, yeah. We could go both ways. Yeah. You could, it could be you don't it's, notice me, but then, or you notice me only when I'm not here. Right. Yeah. It's, or it's like, you know, hey, brother, I trust you enough to give you a set of keys to the church to come into the church by yourself to clean up the church, but I don't have five minutes to really listen to you yeah. right i yeah. hear you but i'm not listening yeah just using yeah, yeah. Right. so how do you conquer that with the system that we already have play yeah. with the sunday service wednesday bible study i don't think that's gonna win anybody's respect like what dave is saying see because it's only gonna go so far the relationship's only gonna go so far yeah. i'm just seeing you on sunday we have a couple of words and then wednesday i'm, I'm, I'm seeing you if i do come on wednesday because yeah. a lot of people half of that you know people in the church don't come on wednesday right. you know the statistics yeah. on that yeah. right only like you see half of the population of the church yeah, no that, that's in every church that half of the yeah. population comes on mid, yeah. mid, yeah. mid sometimes service. not even that and that's some not even that that's if you got yeah good attendance yeah. <laughs> that's if you got good attendance right. so how so as far as now let's 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 call it out here as far as the people how 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 much do you want god now i'm not saying that we we know that getting close to us is as pastors is going to make you get god yeah. but we're saying that the brethren has to assemble the saints have to assemble to edify each other, to encourage each other, to build on this word. You know what I mean? To challenge back, each other. This comes back to what you said, though, accountability. And, and what I mean by yeah. that is my desire is to know God. And in knowing God, then I'm going to be around the people that would instruct me, would show me, would teach me. With this understanding, I'm not worshiping those people, right? Exactly. Because there's that danger of hero worship. But I'm looking to learn. I'm looking to grow. I'm looking to honor God as best as I know how, best as I can. Um, and that comes with obedience, bro. Exactly. That is something, people, man, we struggle with that today. We're rebellious in nature. And this is what, I, and this is how I break this down to the practical sense. And this, now I'm, I'm attacking the non-believer. Okay, because we know I go both. I just, I just kick truth. Mm-hmm. When I joined the gang, right, 
I wanted to know the lessons of what the gang was teaching. I wanted to gain the respect of the leaders of the gang. I wanted to get uh, initiated so that I can be um, one of the main guys to be called upon. I wanted to be. I wanted to have their back in moments. I wanted to chill. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to party with them. I wanted to. You know, I, these was my brothers. Right. So right, what I was doing, I was hanging with them every day. Yep. Why? Because I had a desire of what they was giving. You know what I mean? I had yeah, a desire yeah. to obtain what they was giving. They was giving out this respect. We had this name. I, I, you know, agreed on, you know, celebrating this name and being part of this. So I went all in, right, every day. Now, you got this non-believers, oh, I want church, you know, oh, I want God, but you come only on a Sunday. And then I, out of, because even when I went home, right, even when I went home and I wanted to be part of this game, I took that with me at home. When I walked home, I wore the colors. I wore the, you see what I mean? I even took it home with me, the gang. You know what I mean? Non-believers come to church, the building, say they want God, but don't go home repping his colors. Hmm. Don't hmm. come every day to learn about him like I was wanted to learn about you know the gang. Didn't come to go all out for the name of the gang. You know what I mean? They do none yeah. of those things. Just come on a, for an hour on a Sunday and expect a bunch of things. You know what I mean? God is not a fool. No, no. God is not a fool. So, um, so, so the responsibility that goes on, and like Lou said, obedience. Now, the, the more harder you tap in, the more you're going to get. Yeah, that's a fact. The more, the more now, you, you tap in, the more you Now, what get. I would say is, I think you get that the more you dig into the Word. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep. I don't think that comes natural to most people. Nope. You know what I'm saying? The more you dig into the Word, you get that. But this is where, this is where I would say, this is where the institution of church is doing a disservice. Okay. It's because what we, like I said, we've relegated church to be Sunday service. Sunday service. Or yeah. Wednesday night Bible study or whatever night you have for Bible study. And let's be honest, man. How much accountability do you really have during a Sunday service or or a Bible study? Exactly. There's you for most people. There's no accountability, exactly. right? Because you can just go in. Even our church, we may not be a mega church. We're not a small church, but we're not a mega church. You can still come into our church, sit down, and keep it rolling. Go through the service. Yeah. Soon as service is out, you out. Exactly, bro. Right. Don't nobody have to know who you are. Right. Know your name. There's no accountability there. And same thing for a Bible study. Okay, is it, maybe there's a little bit less people, yeah. but it's the same situation. You come in, you go through the motions, boom. If you want to bounce, you can. Nobody has to know anybody. Right. That is the problem. So, the yeah. problem is we as leadership, those of us who have you know, responsibilities to lead, we got to start rethinking what are we doing? It, 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 is what I'm doing really building disciples? Or am I just basically customer retention? Yeah. Right. I think that's where Dave said you it's got now, this has got to be genuine now. You got to really do some evaluation. And I've been thinking about this for, for the past couple of years about how church, the way we do quote unquote church today, how we structured it. And it's like, no wonder why we have so many superficial Christians or or or, or carnal Christians, as some people yeah. want to call them. Yeah. It's because look at what we're doing. We're not investing. 
Right. We're not investing in people. We want the people to invest in in, in the institution. Right. Like, come, you know, make sure you pay your tithes, give your offering, give your service. It's all about what you can do for the so-called church. But people also want to know, but what can the church do for me? And don't tell me that, oh, we give you a good word. I can get a good word yeah. uh, on TV, There's a lot of bro. good preachers. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, bro, preachers. I don't need to listen to you. There's tons of, of good preaching out there. Right. People have been preaching long before you got here, so you ain't saying nothing different. <laughs> no doubt. You know what I'm saying? So so you, you it can't be just that you give a good word. It has to be, I feel a sense of, of belonging. Right. Fellowship. I feel like... You this this ministry cares, and I think that's one of the the strengths of of hope is that we have that on some level. We have there's an aspect of hope where it goes beyond the leadership, go, exactly, and it yeah. goes beyond the preaching. Yeah, it goes beyond the preaching. That, that, that there's people that's not in leadership that care for other people, and is demonstrated. And um, while it's not perfect, but at the same time, you see that that. That actually being practice, uh, where, where it's, it's it difficult get, to find in some. Well, let me give you. Let me push back a little bit. Go ahead. How 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 about how much of it is that we're keep trying to keep people that don't want to be kept? That the Holy Spirit hasn't given them hasn't they haven't had an encounter with the, with the Lord, and we we're trying to seeker friendly like you said on your la- on the last podcast you know what i mean yeah, yeah. we're trying to make it so friendly to someone that doesn't want to be kept but how will you know that that's what i'm saying how will you know that well, until you try to invest you know if if there was an attempt to make an investment and then you know you know there's no reciprocation you know you don't see no progress no growth okay now you can call that person out saying man you know this dude is whack you know he he ain't trying he, he ain't trying to hear it he ain't trying he ain't with it and you know it by their actions, yeah. too. Yeah, I noticed lately, man, there's a trend. I don't know, over the last couple, three, four years. Um, and, you know, there's no disrespect to just one particular leader, but I see it across the board. I see it a lot of different places, man. Um, senior leadership, senior pastors, they're, they're not um, – it's not that they're not approachable. They're just not available. Yes. They're like – you know what I'm saying? It's like you have to go through uh, – three different steps to get to a senior pastor. And it's, it's become it's become a corporate it's yeah. organization. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you it's stop business. that when you got you, you know, know three, four hundred people? You know how, how do you stop that? You know how you stop it? I just said it on a microphone and these leaders, they need to open their freaking ears and they need to start Listen. listening. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. need to hear me say you're a senior pastor and you're not accessible. Yeah, That's I, how you stop I, I it. Listen, I listen to different leadership podcasts and different uh, people who are in leadership church wise and um, based on their their organizational um, uh, habits, um, they're very selective on on how they lead and how they deal with people. So so they delegate the pastoral care aspect to people within them. So I wouldn't consider them pastors; they're administrators, you know. But they've been gifted with those gifts. The ones that are under them, under them that is practicing that pastoral care they're the ones they're the pastors see this is the thing though it is our natural tendency to look at whoever may be the main speaker that's the leader right right but the reality is that's not always true exactly it may not always be true you may have other people that get no limelight they're the real leaders and thank god for those people you know because they are they are involved and they are caring 
But the problem is our mentality as people, we just see whoever has the limelight, mm -hmm. that's not who I want to go to. Yeah. And um, that may not be the one you need to go to. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. my sister-in-law, before she became a believer, she came here looking for me. And um, she was struggling and she wanted to talk to somebody. She was down and out. And she found one of the pastors here and who was in charge of our pastoral care. He was the missions director at the time, but now he's in charge of our pastoral care. God in the sovereignty bought, brought them together and she came to the Lord through him. Amen. Wow. Praise God. Man. So, so it's our perspective a little bit needs to, to, cause you know, we, like you said, I think we're, we need, we're to, looking be, at, yeah, we need, we need to, be to be careful. Yeah. We need to be careful about how we view leaders in the church. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is the thing. This is not easy because if you just new to this, it, it, you, don't be, you they don't know that they just see, They've probably lived, you know, regular life. My boss is my boss, and he got a boss, and he got a boss, exactly. and it goes all the way to the top. Yeah. But the reality is they may just uh, uh, need to find out who is willing to invest well, in them. Well, and they will say things, well, they, this is what you're going to hear. Well, I'm not going to his church because I tried to go to and talk to that guy, yeah, but he's I not heard, available. I've heard that. And, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Well, go find yeah. a church because that, that, there's people that are available. Yeah. Right. So let me say this. Because once you get to 300 people... It's a lot for a pastor. That's a lot for one person to try oh, yeah. to tell. Without yeah, question. yeah, that's you know a lot I mean? for one person. Without yeah. question. But, that's why I said, how do you... But I would say this, though, because there are some... Because so, I, I grew up in a, in a big church, bro. Okay. My pastor was available. To everybody. Right. Bro, he was there's right. Way, there. but, but that's your testimony. Like, but there's ways to do it. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. There's ways to do it. Because that was his heart. Right. His heart was that, hey, man, anybody that's a member here, Bro, I'm available to you. And 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 it wasn't just like, see, because how I see a lot of pastors do it, it's, it's a more of a throne room type of availability, meaning come to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to sit at the church and you come to me. It's, it's, and, it's, and it's more convenient, obviously, we know that. You know what I'm saying? That for the pastor to be at church, you know, it's more convenient for the people to come. But there's times where, man, sometimes you just need to go. Right. Don't And, and you don't have to have a reason. Sometimes, man, people... People are are genuinely blessed when the pastor just pops up for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, because you wanted to come and see me, bro. That speaks volumes. No, I know. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. No, no, that's I, I know. That's how. I, that's how I, would I say got here. That's I would, how I came here. Yeah, I would say this though <laughs> yeah. as well that once again, I think there's some people that have gifts of administration, but they have the, the office of of pastor. They don't deserve that office. It's not their. That's not yeah. who they're called to be. That's not their gift. Though they have they have set things in order in the structure of the church, and it may be flourishing. But when it comes to the people aspect, they fail. Why? Because it's not their gift. That's why they have other people there. Right. They just tend to be the one that's speaking. Maybe they were the ones who started the church. Makes sense. And, it's, yeah. and they have different different but gifts. The but problem, Lou, is that to be honest, a lot of churches aren't set up that way, Lou. I mean, for real, a lot of churches have that guy who is the leader. He calls himself the pastor and he has nobody. He has not. He has not delegated commission. Oh, no, no. Anyone, yeah, I hear. I agree yeah, with that. Anyone. Yeah. And we're talking about maybe more smaller. Yeah. Yeah. No, not no. even just smaller. Man, I've, been, I've seen some big churches where, bro, that, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's non-existent. I would leave that church <laughs> if that's going on. I, no, I listen, commend for real. I, I think I think the whole no church should be run I, like that. I'll be honest. I think the whole. Uh, I think the structure of it being the Sunday driven. Well, I think church. I think it should be. 
I, this is just a crazy idea, and I told you about yeah, this. Yeah, I, remember, yeah. I think it's just to be every day open, say it's from nine to six o'clock, right? And you can have church every day. Like meaning anytime. Anytime. Break There's bread. no structure. There's no formal come in service, and... sermon. You come in, you break bread, you, you come in because and then that's how you grow. See, then I could come in. What if I have, I could come in Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and, and yo, we could catch up on this tomorrow after work. You know what I mean? Well, no, but we, so, so what it is, then it becomes the, the, the center of, of the local church civility, meaning the, the, the body has a place where they come, which is no different than the, the temple. Rec center. The, the no, no, no different than yeah. the Jerusalem temple, yeah. which Jews would come to. It was no different than the early church as a whole. Even through the Catholic church, the center of all of uh, uh, civil uh, people was the church. I got you. And people saying, yep. would come there. In the community, yeah. And they would, they would come and congregate. Yeah. And they, yes. the church would have postings of what's going on in the community. Exactly. That's no longer the case today. And I think part is dual aspects. The church has lost its its uh, effectiveness because of a lot of the failures we've committed. And I would say a lot of the liberal theology, oh, Gemma, yeah. I got you on that oh, one. Yeah. But a lot of the the poor doctrine and poor teaching that's out there today. But then another aspect is, is people have just become cold to God as whole as a yeah, whole. Yeah. And so church is maybe a byproduct of yeah. life. Right? I'll go to church. I'll go to church on Easter mm-hmm. or Mother's Day. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's not it's not something important to and, me. And you said it. When they cold to God, they're cold to people. Yes. Exactly. See that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what like I remember someone had told me that um back in the days front yards were, were huge, porches were huge because people would see each other when they come off work and they'll wave neighbors. If you notice the backyard is more important now yeah. because you seclude yourself from your neighbors yeah. now. Right. You see that in the fifties yeah. and the forties, the front yard was everything. Everybody, hey neighbor, you know you come front by, porch, you come off house, of work, yeah. you know everybody, you know you get the milkman come in, he give you, the, you know he gets the milk, and everybody see each other, kids play more now, social, more social. Yeah. Now look what the enemy's done. The backyard yeah. with the high enclosed, yeah, the yeah. high enclosed. Can, nobody can't see yeah, in there. That's my you know yard. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want your own island, kind of yeah. like, you and want you don't want to. Yeah, you yeah. want your privacy. No and, and the enemy is using that and separating. It has. And, and, that's part of society. That's part of the moving away from God. So, as a so whole why team. now? You know, it's to the point that people don't want to be where there's sixty people gathered. You know, a right. hundred people. Ah, that's too many people. I can't deal with people. You know, you get these. You get these phrases now. You yeah, know what I mean? Some yeah, of his anxiety. Yeah. Some of his. Now, now you got anxiety yeah, being around. Yeah. You know? No, it's this. What's going on today? And, uh, and legitimate I, gripes for people. They really struggle about being around people. And, and I can understand that because before I was saved, I I had friends, but I had a select friends that I knew for years. But I wasn't interested in looking for new friends. I was not. I wasn't really. I'll, I'll socialize with you. I'll talk to you. But I didn't want to befriend you. You know right. what I'm saying? Just, yeah. all right, we cool. All right, let's keep it moving. I don't want to be all in you. Like, <laughs> stay out of my face. Like, I hide you. Yeah, yeah. Now you go over there. But now when the God, you know, now I see that. I, I, I see somebody and I feel sorry. And I, I genuinely don't even know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just want yeah. this person to, I just want the best for this person now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can see that. See, that's what I mean. So, the structure of the church, man. We need to be, we need to get, we need to get in the houses. We need to yeah. get, we, like you said, Kurt. We need to get more um, personal, more personable. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's hard, man. That's yeah. that's a that's a it's hard, because, it, it, it has it, a challenge. It, go ahead, Kurt. No, I was gonna say it's it's a going out mentality versus a coming, coming in. in. Exactly. That that's what it is. The, the, right now, the way we do things, it's more come, 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 come here. What we got to get back to is the going out. Yeah, mm. right. and it's so unnatural. Mm. I'll give you an example. I reached out to a youngin last week, and um, his mom opened opened up to me. You know, he's just kind of going through it. So I, you know, give me his number. Let me let me see what's going on. Texted him. Yo, just, just pass Lou. Yo, just you know, if you need anything, I know you're going through a rough spot. So I saw his mom on Sunday, and um, I was like, Yo, he didn't reach back out to me. You know, what's going on? Did you talk to him? And he was like, I don't know him. I don't. I don't know who he is. And I'm like, that's exactly why I'm reaching out. I want him to get to know me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but that's the mentality of people. But even yeah. if even if we reach out. Today's society is so everybody got walls up, man. Yes, everybody, yes, and so you yes. gotta. It, it takes a persistence on our part from a leadership standpoint right. to really. All right, yo, this is who I am, man. You can get to know me. You can trust me in these areas, right? The danger, though, too, is that coming across certain people who cling. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. And let me say this: yes. anybody that's in leadership, that. man, uh, exactly. that's real talk right yes, there. Sir. And because they can, they can sap from you energy, time, time. Money. Exactly. money. Yeah. Yo, and, and it's not, and you there, like, yo, I'm willing to work with you, but there's no production in there. Like, the, they're not. And the one time you're not there, uh, oh. Oh, Forget what? about it. You're not yeah. a Christian. You're not a pastor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one so, time you can't, oh, you've been there. Oh, yeah. You've so, been there a whole week, fifteen yeah. hours a day. The one day you say, so "Hey, I gotta ha- go pick up my daughter." Oh, oh yo, man, you ain't Christian. You ain't second. Call. When this happens to pastors, though, they get walls up now because yeah. now who can I, who can I actually talk mm, to without yeah. feeling like I gotta give too yeah. much more of my life? You know what I mean? In reality, it's now it's. These are these are things that mm. nobody knows about. These mm. are things that pastors struggle, especially good pastors that really want to minister and try to deal with. And if you're an urban pastor and you deal with drug addicted people and you deal with people with some major issues oh, in their life, it's tough. You're right. It, it, it becomes these are things you got to navigate and you got to learn and discern. And at the same and time, you won't you have time for nobody. Yeah, you can't allow yeah. the bad part of that to affect you how you minister to that's people right. who really that's have right. it. it. But it's a, that's but work. how you cut people. How do you? Regulate those people in a way with love, so that they can know you still love them. You try, but you know you can't be their superhero kind of, so to speak. That's a tough line. I to think balance. scripture. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, sitting down and, 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 and showing just them being scripture. honest, man. Yeah, just you know. So, no, I'm serious, man. <laughs> but yo, like, ain't enough for some, we enough lost, is enough. It ain't enough. That's what you gonna say, Kurt. Enough is enough. Yeah, man, get yourself. Man, get your behind over there. We've lost that, man. When you look at man, go get a job, see, bro. <laughs> you see Christ, right? You see Christ doing that with his disciples. There was times when the disciples yeah, would would do stuff, and he'd be like, "Yo, knuckleheads, are you serious? Like, you've been with me this long, and you still don't know?" Like, he was very sarcastic. But then people would be like, "Yo, you're not Christian. You told me this. You can't worry about." Okay. That's the point. At that nah, you point, gotta let people walk. Truth is truth. Yeah, you gotta shake let the walk, dust man. off your feet. Keep it moving. You're not their gods, man. Nah, man. That's right. You're not their gods, man. Keep and you gotta, you gotta let some. Because at the walk. end of the day, they're gonna realize. They're gonna realize. They keep living. They'll see. Oh man, dude was he was showing me mad love, and I was acting stupid. Listen, the reality is though, man. When it comes to the <laughs> hopefully, when it comes hopefully. to the church <laughs> as living, a whole. Keep living. <laughs> When it comes to the church as a whole, though, they are way more positive than negatives. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We're talking about historically speaking, yes. from, its, from its early inception to, uh, uh, to the early, even the early Roman Catholic Church, even God sustaining his church through the Roman Catholic Church, even in all its corruption, 
uh, when the Reformation comes in and you have all these different movements, you have these different denominations. Now, I don't agree with every different denomination, but the reality is, man, people think differently and they have different views. And and I'm okay with my brother that's on the other side may hold a doctrine that is not necessarily pertaining to, pertaining to salvation, but um, we can agree to disagree. But the problem is for the world, they don't understand that, and it yeah. becomes a problem. And that's the issue we have today, I think, from the world looking in. There's so many churches. You got five, yeah. six churches on one block. Yeah. Got and they so separate over the smallest things. See, and that's, to me, is a str- like, well, no, this is the reality, man. A lot of people are building their own kingdoms, even if it's a yeah, small it's kingdom. Exactly yeah. exactly. 10, 15, 20 people. That's a small little kingdom, yeah, man. That's yeah. exactly. You know, and I hate and, seeing the church beside each other. That's yeah. that's oh. that makes now how, that hasn't been nothing new. This has been since since the eighteen hundreds. That reminds me of like Burger that. King and McDonald's. Because yeah. <laughs> every, everywhere you see a McDonald's, you see a Burger King right across the street yeah. or right next to right. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because they the competition. Oh yeah. yeah. When I see two churches like that, it saddens me. Now this is the issue, right? And this is, I'm, I'm I'm gonna look out for Jim because he was bringing this up off off uh, camera. And he's at work. The issue is there is false teaching out there. Yes. And there is a lot of liberal theology. When I say liberal theology in the church, means it embraces a lot of things that are do not line up with scripture. Things of universalism, meaning that everybody will be saved at one point. Uh, embracing the 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 gay rights uh, agenda. Uh, and saying, you know what, they can live that lifestyle and be Christian. That is not biblical. And so there are areas where we have to draw the line. And today, this is being more accepted than it was before. There's a switch. There's a move. And the church is vital in this. If we, if we, the the Bible believing Christians, do not stand firm in these areas, and I'm not, I'm not talking about politics here, because some of this can be thrown into politics. But I'm talking about real people who love Christ, love the Lord. If we just get caught up in the structure, mm-hmm. the Sunday structure, the, the Wednesday Bible study, we could be tone deaf to what's going on culturally and yes. be caught blindsided when we should be in tune with some of the false teachings that are out there coming exactly. from the church. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. you got to be in there, man. You got to be in the fight. <laughs> that's, that's just what it is, man. You got to be... In the battle with the people. You right. can't be, like you said, building your own kingdom and you basically playing God. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, bro, you 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 not God, man. You a man just like we are. Right. So get your Absolutely. butt down here and, and let's do some work. Let's get dirty. Yo, guess who's been <laughs> catching a lot of flack since the pandemic? Hmm. Prosperity preachers. Oh, well, yeah, man. I mean, where, where they at? I ain't what they, they, what they quiet, saying? Right? What they saying? I ain't hearing none of these dudes. I ain't yeah. hearing none of these dudes. I saw Kenneth. Well, I'm gonna blow him. Like, yeah, I saw no, no. I saw Kenneth Copeland with his little blow blow pan the coronavirus oh, away, and they goodness, killed bro. him and made a meme out of him. Oh my goodness, bro! Who, what you no. blowing away, bro? Bro, that dude yeah. scares me. I ain't gonna lie. No, he's crazy, man. He that scares dude, me. That dude, man. that dude's a different. He's a he he's demonic me. man. He got him, <laughs> him and Jesse Duplantis, man. The, oh, he's that, yeah. they, they scare hey, me, hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Jesse Duplantis be funny. Sometimes. No, he's a funny he's dude, a funny dude. But he doctors funny and saying are two. Funny and saying are two different things. Let's go. <laughs> See, but this is, and this is a whole nother conversation here. But let me just throw this out here. I'm a I'm a I'm a Pentecostal, bro. No doubt. The problem I have with men like them. 
is that they lump me with with yeah, these guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. believe like them, bro. No, 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 no. man. That, that's just got a bad name. Yeah, we, yeah, because because of them dudes yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. These dudes when, you, when somebody think Pentecostal, they think skirts. Bro, they think crazy. They think, um, you know. No, they think money. Covered, they think money. Yeah. They think, yeah, oh, I don't believe like you guys dudes, can't man. go anywhere. You guys are, you know, basically, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That's a whole nother conversation right yeah, there. Yeah, that's another that's topic. topic. We gotta remember that. We that's one we, we need to have. We gotta have that conversation. But those man. things affect how people see yes. what we call church. Yep. Yeah. Right? And so when people say, man, I don't need to go to church, I understand what they're saying. To me, I mean, if they're genuine, you know what I'm saying? I understand what they're saying. I don't need to go to the facility. Yeah, right. right. I need to be a part of the, the body, church. Though. You need to be a part. I need of the to body. be a part yeah, of the church, yeah. but I don't need to go to the facility in order to have church or, and to be a part of God's kingdom. Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't need that. Right. That's but the structure. problem is, they're nowhere around the body. A lot of times, I'm not saying right. all no, of them. That's right, the, right. That's the of, issue. Yes. Yes. Some of them are, and, and usually when people bring it up, it's like you said, it's mostly because they really just don't want to be held yeah. accountable. Because I don't exactly. have no that's problem with that. Right. What you're saying. Yeah. Right. But as long as you're gathering with some, with some uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a week, you know, yeah. and someone you're being accountable to, you know, some type of to a brethren. Well, I have no problem with that. Name? But but the problem is that's not the case a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Listen, yeah. you born again. You born again. The Spirit of God is going to draw you where you need to be. Plain and simple, man. I believe that. God will lead you where you need to be. Why? He's the shepherd. You're the sheep. That's right. And those uh, that are his know his voice. Plain and simple is what scripture says. But, yo, listen, man. We, this has been Still. a conversation on a church. We could really go in, go ham on this much longer. <laughs> um, but we got to get into our extended thought episode in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I hope you gave some clarification. Hopefully. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, if you got more questions, more comments, hit us up, theologyinthestreets at gmail.com. Or, you know, you you on YouTube, comment in the comment section. We take a look at that. And uh, yeah. hopefully we can help out in that area. You hear me? Yeah, and tell Jamma stop stop fronting like you're going to work. You play <laughs> He's at home, stuffing his face. Nah, he's sleeping, yo. He's sleeping. He, yeah, he's sleeping with his Trump pillow. He's sleeping on his Trump pillow. And their faces touch each other. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, his cheek, his cheek hits his red cheek. Trump's red cheek, and they sleep together every night. My bad. My bad, Jamma. <laughs> oh, yo, any shout outs before we get in, get into the street spotlight? Shout out to all, you know, everyone that's listening. Please share. Please uh, just help promote. You know, I think we got a good word. I think people need to hear it. And uh, just you know, share it. Share it with, with, with people you think would be interested. Yo, listen, the reality the reality is, man, we, we, we some different brothers, man. We don't agree on everything. We don't, you know, we disagree sometimes. But at the same time, we love each other, man. Seriously, no there's doubt. genuine love here no uh, amongst us, and uh, there's sometimes this heated debate, not only just in the episode here, but even us. Yeah, because yeah. right. we ain't skirt, episode, we ain't yeah. skirt. You know, we ain't skirt yeah. to talk about it. Right. Yeah, we ain't skirt. Right. But this, I think, this needs to happen more often, man. You know, no sometimes doubt. we be superficial with our Christianity, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's straight. That's whack. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Truth. But, yo, this is Street Spotlight coming up here, and uh, the brother we got that's going to be repping his track, his name is June 6th, June 6th, uh, hopefully I'm, I'm hitting, you know, saying it right, because the way it's spelled is J-U-N-6-I-X, um, and uh, this track right here is uh, called Take My Time. Now, I believe, I tried looking up his info right there, I reached out to Instagram, he said, yo, rock my track, man, appreciate it. But I believe he's repping the West Coast uh, because he's a big Lakers fan. He was all excited about 
Lakers winning everything. So I'm just I'm thinking he representing the West Coast. Listen, if you want to find uh, follow June six, <laughs> check him on Facebook, IG, Twitter, YouTube, all his music and stuff like that. Don't He's hate. on Spotify. Uh, June six, uh, check him out. Yo, this track right here is called "Take My Time." Tats Nation, keep riding. Tats, we're gonna keep driving. We out. Peace. See ya. My time is limited, my time is limited, but I still take my time, but I still take my time. I'm not famous enough to have a bunch of haters, broken lightsaber, how I'm supposed to battle Darth Vader? Getting older, how I'm supposed to wait to make it later? I move fast like when I ask Denise if I can date her. I like to speak my mind like Stephen A on first take, I try to be hard but lack flavor like a burnt steak. And everybody can't do Christian songs and make it work The gospel's inconvenient like accidents on the way to work I never tried to fit in At times I could be rebellious The equivalent of a 1960s sit-in Most of us are unashamed yet ashamed Christians One day we're carrying our cross and the next we isn't Situational faith, hypocritical actions conflict with our passions That's why nobody's listening Compliments in my beard to say the gray is wisdom I think it's stress cause life goes on without an intermission My time is limited my time is limited, but I still take my time, but I still take my time. My time is limited, my time is limited, but I still take my time, but I still take my time. Best rapper alive, Christian or non-Christian My lines box competition with arms missing When I'm spitting, everybody and their moms listen It's like Nas flipping with a little songs mixed in So who cares if mainstream would never let six in My high style towers over kids like I'm 610 The imperfect servant that speaks words That leave a bunch of hearts converted And a thousand facts murdered Evangelist, I tell it all like a tabloid Feel like Diddy, my wife shine, she with a bad boy Pointing me from afar and say, y'all heard of that boy? When he get on the mic, he one ridiculous black boy I tell the world Christ is the great physician They don't acknowledge they sickest, they get a second opinion I spit like hip-hop is my dominion World is backwards, so I guess God is a villain And I'm one of his minions it seems everybody been a mess since the Simpsons Homer or OJ like red shirts I don't play Jesus took the cover charge I don't pay Although I pray for strength cause I don't walk around like everything's okay I need a hug, I need a friendly word I wish that moments in the last few years never occurred They look at me like being graced out is so absurd But I'm not failing, I just want success on my own terms My time is limited My time is limited But I still take my time but I still take my time My time is limited My time is limited But I still take my time But I still take my time Come through your speakers Revolutionary like soul freezers Y'all rappers cooling off like old heaters Cooling off like an evening in Costa Rica Trying to fight overconfidence Cause I'm supposed to beat you <laughs> Fresher than a gallon of scope Drowning your sorrows in a gallon of hope the happy outcast with a penchant for standing out Like doing a standing drop kick during the boxing bout I keep rebounding like Satan isn't boxing out And stare at these chill rappers like what the heck he talking about You ain't on fleek, you on fluke You ain't on peak, you on puke Matter of fact, you on my last nerve Tripping over the curb, trying to recover and act cute 
All I need is a 16, a split spleen Show me crushing 16, the rappers over split screens Magnificent melodies, back lyrics that make disciples Written with a pen, bless the crowd like a stack of Bibles Excuse me while I praise God and smack my rivals I blame the devil for trying to keep me suicidal I blame myself for giving Satan the canvas to paint on I'm about love but he's the person I'm allowed to hate on My words sinking like a car seat and melted crayon Are you sure that I'm the rapper that you wanna take on?